0: Alright y'all, welcome back to another episode of Who's on the Lord's Side. Now I want to come on and share my thoughts about the Netflix movie, They Clone Tyrone. Alright, good movie. Some spoilers uh, if along the way if you haven't seen the movie. But I wanted to also tie that in with the, uh, I guess you could say, social experiments. That is a real thing. And cloning, which is another thing that they brought up. Now, social experiments have been going on for a very, very, very long time. You know, people don't think about these things because they're not uh, meant to or taught to think about these things. And when they do hear about them, they just think that it's just something that happened before, before. they might have even heard of some great social experiments or the famous ones. And some of them got turned into movies. You know, we know about that. Like literally based on true stories. That's what I mean. And then we know that movies have just been made about uh, social experiments of people who have been people, regular people, everyday people like you and I who have just been caught um, unawares in a social experiment. Something psychological. Because scientists who study sociology or the the human and how the human... I guess you could say socializes or how they is. There are people out there that do study that. And the reason why we are studied like cattle that they believe that we are and treat us as is because how do you control if you don't understand, you know, how, how do you control if you're not, um, well, for example, by the time, by the time Fontaine got to the doctor who looked like him and he said, oh, wait a minute, you're me. And doctor said, no, um, I'm, he said, You're me. The doctor said, No, I'm not you. You are me. Meaning, I'm the original. I am not a clone. Okay. And then he started expen- explaining how he was a genetic scientist and also studied some um, sociology, or the study of humans. And he was approached by the big bosses on top. He even said, The powers that be, the people behind the scenes that pull the strings. Okay. We all know the people do. If you want to, you can't even identify one person in that group, but it's a small percentage, but they were everything. We know that already. And so he uh, came up with something. He was good at what he did. They know how to find the best of the best of the best. You don't always have to be of the bloodline. You just, like he said, he sold his soul to the devil. He literally said that. And he just started calling off. But the funny thing um, about that was, he was basically saying that it's been going on for a long time. Now, before I get to the movie, I just want to say about it being happening, it's, it's, I mean, some people say World War Two was when it was really going on, because even Hitler had his own uh, cities that he had built for the scientists. They didn't just go home and have like, you know, some place that they could just get on the train to get in a car and You know, go from this borough to that borough, or some people work on in one state and drive an hour and some change into the other state because the money's better there. But they like to, you know, the cost of living in their state where they live at. Long story short, they didn't have that option. They all had to be around each other, um, in communities around each other. So I thought about movies like Get Out. And I thought about that community, okay? And I, I believe with all my heart, communities like that do exist. This this would be the type of people who, who don't want to live amongst us. We see that community technically was a social experiment, but it was also an, um, one that the people in the neighborhood knew all about already. The only people who was unawares was the people that they were using as victims, which was black men, because they wanted their bodies so they could use their bodies. So it was This wasn't even about cloning. This was just simply about... Community that exists that's ran by a ph- some kind of physiologist or some kind of doctor who knows all about consciousness, and he has some voodoo wife psychologist who has a teacup and you know this is what they do, but you have to understand who's letting you do all this. You know you all have electricity, you all have power, you dictate who live there. It's almost like gated community, but on a, on a whole different level. You have to wonder why do they keep giving us shows like even when you want to talk about. Alright, let's go back to the cone Tyrone. Where was all the entry points? The entry points were well they were had they were under the city. They were under the glen. We know that, right? But the access points were in stuff like the corner store. Um, they found an access point in the church, right? And if I'm not mistaken, the first the first connection of the first entryway they had found. There were several entryways, but the first entryway they had found was in the trap house. It when Fontaine was trying to figure out who killed him. You know, trying to, It was him, yo-yo, and, and Jamie Foxx's character of uh, Slick. They over there trying to figure out who killed him. They found a closet that when it's always elevator, elevator let down. So I thought about Stranger Things and I thought about how the mall was a guise. Remember how the mall was a guise for things that was going on underneath? They eventually got into an elevator or something. They got accidentally Put it, stuck in there, went all the way down and found out that there was stuff going on underneath. Now, of course, there was a lab and something else outside of the mall where, you know, the, the base, you know, where things had, well, you know, where they had the actual CERN thing, but it was all under this this the town, you know, so to speak. Now, we know, that has to do with supernatural things, but it's just something about uh, them just having things going on underneath the ground very 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 telling stuff in the movie but what kills me is of course there are people who watch the movie and they understood because the whole time watching this I was like look at them putting it this is this if they're not screaming and telling you all what's happening right there in front of your eyes whether you think even no matter how much of a comedic spin they put on it which I feel like they would have had to if if, if they were going to keep it as a comedy you know easier to swallow the pill that way you know or they could have made it very serious which you know how the how was that gonna go um, but yeah, the, the other thing I want to hit on real quick before I go back to continuing about real quick too, before I go, I keep saying real quick, before, a cabin in the woods. There was a movie called a cabin in the woods. That was a social experiment. That was a social experiment. These, there was in the woods, gas was being released. Um, I think the only person who was immune to the gas was a guy who was smoking marijuana the entire time. He was just like, you know, doing his, you know, doing his, uh, stoning and rolling and he never got affected and they were trying to figure out why didn't he get affected and don't you know there was that metallic or energy gate that they couldn't pass every time they tried they couldn't get out or whatever and it seemed supernatural but really it was not supernatural and who was controlling that whole thing who was controlling that whole social experiment big pharma big pharma was looking for some kind of a supposed drug but at the same time, they were also due for a sacrifice. Wasn't it some kind of weird twist like that at the end? To the gods, which I'm sure would be like the fallen angels or something. And they needed to, like, it's nothing personal. It's just like it, some kind of ritual that needs to be done in order to keep it to keep everything going. Everything going, which what they would say is probably for the sake of mankind. But for let's be honest, it's just a sacrifice to their gods so they could keep the energy and their power, keep doing what they're doing. But if you traced it back. I mean, even before Big Pharma, I'm sure there was a bigger boss on the top that gave Big Pharma the control, but it was a... Fix. But these kids was just wanted to go to the cabin in the woods and they got caught up in something. There's different levels to it, but um, we all are being studied. And they're always going to say because something like, so they can understand mankind for eventually for a better man. What do you mean for eventually for a better mankind? So when you do the next reset... Or something or whenever there's another reset in mankind those of you who whether it's a nuclear war and y'all cause a reset y'all would you know whatever it is that you choose you know as of as of right now on the ground they have whole forget bunkers that you know in case from World War 2 and things that people can go to in case there's like a raid or some kind of radiation or something these government politicians and stuff have whole like a malls uh, hotels all kind of a whole city underground in case of emergency, and they had to go and hide out for about two or three years for or however long it would take for the radiation to clear out safely, um, where they have grassy knolls down there, highways for crying out loud movie theaters that's not for us they wouldn't even tell you, about, but but this's been it has been done and studied and showed that they have those, especially the FEMA camps, they have FEMA camps too, those are not old, those are not above ground. There's a lot of things that they're doing underground, but you know you could only you could only um you could only imagine. And so this movie uh, it made me think of a movie. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm almost completely healed, but I'm still recovering from a cold. And um, the movie was the Belco experiment. I don't know if you all remember that. And before I go into the Belco experiment, you have social experiments like. The Squid Game. The Squid Game was a social experiment. It really is people on top just controlling, uh, people who they know are hard up for money and just see just how much are they willing to do. And went through such great elaborate links to to even create games and you know scenarios and situations. And these people aren't afraid, you know, to call to 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 be for anybody to call nine one one on them because they know they're not going to get caught. This is the type of power and leverage that they have. These are not regular human um human beings. Like I mean, on the bottom like you and I, these are people who are um have the power and the flux to do such things and not afraid, you know, and then they were also showing that they were taking people. And not only were they taking people, it taking people and, MK Ultra and, repl- and re- releasing them back into the community. And some of them probably don't get released back into the community at all. Did they clone everybody in the Glen? No, they did not clone everybody in the Glen. There were specific people in the Glen they wanted to clone. And why? Because they wanted to they had those strong personalities and the mind that they wanted. They put the consciousness in these clone people to be exactly what they wanted to be in the community, the type of people that would tear the community down, bring drugs into the community, keep people low vibrational and pretty much new. Uh, you, you see how it was with pimps. Uh, people just sitting outside the store, old men drinking beer all day. They probably been sitting there 20 years doing the same thing every day. it uh, really very Truman, Truman Show-ish. And then, you know, his name ain't even Tyrone. We don't even find out who Tyrone told way at the end of the movie because the whole movie, I said, what do they keep saying? They quote Tyrone. I said, but it's Fontaine. I said, I see Slick here in the yo-yo. Where's, you <laughs> <no, coughs> know, excuse me, but where is where's Tyrone? We'll find out later on the end, too. They could make a part two off of this and make it um really good. But let's go to the Belco experiment. Now, that was a very interesting one because you have 80 Americans who just so happened to work in Bogota, Colombia for a a company, the American company, but it was based there. They have 40 of these, uh, the company has 40 offices or 40, yeah, like 40 offices in 40 countries, right? So I guess like each country have, not each country in the world, but one country has one office, 40 in total, right? They are supposed to be marketing something that they don't even know what they're marketing. These people have been here for a year. They came overseas to get this job. This building is very isolated in Bogota. Um, you know, just to even go in, is like a whole eight-mile stretch of land. And then after that, the nearest road, whatever. One day, they all go to work, and a voice comes over the speaker telling them that they have um, 30 minutes, I think, to kill two people. And this is how it starts. Otherwise, uh, more people's going to die. And before the end of the day, in the next eight hours, half of them are going to be dead. If they you know, What? And then... The whole building shuts up and shuts in and locks in, you That reminded me of the other story I told y'all the other day. I said, okay, see, I was talking about shutting. At least I, the glass was clear and I could see out. But this shutting was different because it was metal. Metal uh, barricades just coming up, th- up over the doors, over the windows. If you've seen the movie, if you know, you know. And from there, you had these people in a social experiment. Somebody wanted to see so, so I want to see what was going to happen if you, if you put these people in a certain type of situation. Trading places was a social experiment on a wider level. Okay, betting a dollar or two to your rich brother that if you take this rich man and put him in this uh this homeless guy situation right here, you know what I mean, and flip flop take him from the streets and put him in the background. Basically, it's your background. It doesn't matter that he's black. It doesn't matter. He's it has nothing to do with that. I watch brother. I win this bet. I take him. Put him over here. He gonna be successful exactly where Winthrop was or whatever his name was. And take Winthrop and put him on the street. He gonna be just and it was true. You think they don't know things? They don't you know it's not it's, it's psychological it's psychological and the funny thing about the Belcourt thing is the person that that seemed to have it all together in the beginning was the COO and the COOs and and it's always it seem even in the in the show from they have Jim i think his name is Jim Jim is very calm Jim builds roller coasters for a living you know Jim you know he Trying to figure this thing out. Jim is a man of science. He wants to figure this thing out, okay? He does not believe at all that this thing is supernatural so much as he believes it's what? A social experiment. Everybody thinks he's crazy. But those things are real, okay? Can't explain to you how they would have made that everybody see a tree in the road. It could be a psychosis. It could be a lot of things going on, but... Then in some of the groups I was in for From, they started talking about somebody might be a mole. You never know if somebody could be a mole. Somebody might be a mole in a social experiment. You never really know. You never even know if you're really in one. One like that. What I mean, one is an obvious targeted one, like the people in From. Obvious targeted one, like the the, the people who went to work that day in, in Belco experiment in that movie. And they just got locked in because somebody just wanted to, to see. Now the CEO, oh, all of a sudden he was calm and everything. At some point, they had told them they have to kill 30 within the next two hours or 60 is going to die. Well, the COO started getting, like, survival. Everybody had to get into survival mode, but he started taking control. All of a sudden, it became, everybody became a number to him. You know, it's almost as if you had to fire 30 employees before 60 have to go. And you might be the 60 and you need to bring home your check. It really became as that simple to him. Because he started trying to divide people by who got kids, get over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um... Who's, who's 60 and older. What? He's, he didn't really care. He just started shooting and eventually just started shooting off at everybody. At some point, he had the highest body count. And they started to say, well, now that they didn't make it to the 30, he made it to 29 people. He made it to getting through about two other people to help him kill 29 of them people. They didn't make the 30 and they killed 60. The COO started to see that he, you know, things got real. He made it. He wasn't in the 60 that died. They started to say that he had the highest body count the last part of the game was whoever kills everybody is the last person standing but really has the highest body count, too. They'll be the one that went and could go home. That COO went crazy. You want to know why? Because before he was COO, he probably was in some kind of fraternity. Before he was COO, he had to step on a lot of people's neck, like I said, to get to where he was. At that point, he started to say, this is survival. I'm trying to get home. He started to rally at first with the people that, uh, oh, Aren't you a family man? You you got kids, right? I got kids. I got a wife. What would they do without us? We need to go. We gotta go. You know he gonna go play on the nice side. He got got two guys on the side. By the time we got to get real, he he pinged them people off too. He didn't give a one about anybody. But either way, he died in the end, and it was just a good um a movie just about. How even the guy was saying this has to be this has to be a social experiment. Why did they pick us? Why are we all the way out here? The way the building is even designed, he said we work for the government. And the co-worker kept saying, "Why would the government do this?" task? <laughs> the government now? Now you're crazy. Don't you're just being panicky. Yeah, yeah, right. Why well, I, I don't know. You signed up for the job. It, I'm sure it paid very well, but at the at the same time, like, what was that job originally designed for to begin with? And <laughs> towards the end of the movie he did make it to see the boss or so the guy. Everybody was, you see how uh, Fontaine made it to see the doctor? You always get to make it to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. So he made it to the wizard and tried to get his questions answered. He couldn't get a damn question answered because uh, all they wanted to was ask him because it's still a study. In this moment, how do you feel? Do you feel confused? Do you feel, do you, they, they don't give a damn. They are, these people don't care. They're just collecting data. And he killed them. He killed the wizard and his little friends, Okay. And but um, on the screen, what you saw was other Belcor offices on that same day around the country, the other 39 offices in their state of hell and panic because the other offices are different time zones, but they're all in real time. Like this game is over. It literally said phase one is over. Begin phase two. I'll tell you something. It could be in the chicken. It's certainly in the water. The most important message at the end was if everybody got together. You see how when Jamie had the whole hood, he said, I got the whole hood with me, yeah. I said, yeah, that looked good. If the whole hood come together and just put their differences to the side, the way they got Isaac to do that fake switcheroo so they could do the fake, yeah, if we we work together, if they work together, if anybody working together because it's too much division. Half of them don't even, nobody even, all the people don't even believe. But you can't say that everybody's asleep because it ain't everybody's asleep. A lot of people's waking up. A lot of people. Some people said they couldn't uh, sit through it. It seemed like they fell asleep twice or something. They're going to try to give it another go. I'm talking about um, they on Tyrone, on Netflix. And some people said that it's just, I don't know, they liked it. They just thought it was funny. But some people just said, I don't know what else to tell my people. A lot of people pretty much, not everybody, but a a good amount of people said that they just still can't see how people can't see what it is, what all is that they're trying to tell them. You see now, this now y'all remember how high two, Lil Yachty, and um, and when it came out, I I rather enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was a good sex sequel. it it was didn't have all your original, you know, you know then it wasn't like anything like the original, but um, how high two. Is that what it was called? Anyway, whatever it was that they were in, they was trying to talk to y'all. of The message was marijuana is being legalized. Marijuana being legalized is also being taken over by, it's no, it's, no, it's no longer, even though there are people who grow it on their own. And they're making legit businesses out of it. Farms in California, I'll make that very clear. There are people that's growing it their own way. Growing it healthy, growing it's just fine. But you have to remember, now that that's has a lot of companies that's gonna be producing their own as well, and that was what they were going against at the at the time. It was going against the company that the the, the hot girl that they like that you know they like the one to be with. She worked for because they started to realize that uh, what was the original green that and and loud and stuff that everybody happy and good was going to be tampered with and stuff. We don't know how long what, what's gonna happen in about ten years with all this um. Legalization. I know it just got legalized here, like I was saying in the previous episode. That's new here in New York. Before New York, there was Colorado. And before um, New York and Colorado, you know, there's California and other states. So we don't know what we don't know, but there's always a message somewhere. So either way, we're going to see what happens. Now, the cloning, hm The other thing, they dropped the gym in there. I don't care how crazy it sounds because it's the truth. Cloning have been going on for a very long time. I don't. They wanted. They're gonna say as far as they can trace it back to it's like the forties, and I'm talking about humans, right? But we know that they really didn't admit to at least cloning a mammal, like Dolly the sheep, until like the eighties, late like eighties and nineties or something like that. Do not quote me. But if you could clone one mammal, you could clone any mammal where we are a mammal, okay? And I know we know that they did not stop there. You cannot admit that you're. Doing things like that, because honestly, it's unethical. It's going to just sound like crazy. It's going to make people, is just as far-fetched or even more as if you just came out and said aliens are real. And, you know, watch your skies because we, we don't know why they're here. You know you're doing? You're going to cause frenzy. They're not trying to do that. Social experiment. I'm sure all the results have all said, no, we cannot do that. Do not just tell them everything all at once. It's not going to work. <laughs> everything that we have worked to do will begin to unravel. Cloning. They have been cloning entire families, uh, not just people, for a very long time, especially in the African American community. I did not say just because you're an African American in an African American family that you're African American family, and you have because that's what I said. Certain ones, exactly like what they were saying in the show, in the movie. Excuse me, when the doctor was talking to Fontaine, it's not everybody. You would, hate. and also look at look at what he said. The it, 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 Fontaine was him, or uh of uh, 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 some kind of a, <clears throat> a a variation of him, but he, without Fontaine even knowing, the doctor's consciousness was in Fontaine. So no matter what it is that he would want to try to be, you see that scratching that Lotto, you're not you're not meant to win the Lotto Fontaine. You see, the person that you my other alternate me that I cloned to be here and, and and watch over, they watch over him. Okay, they saw him get shot. They saw him get shot in the car, but they then nobody can nobody say and then the police arrived and then they rushed you to so and so emergency room where they pronounced you deceased. You know what I'm saying? You know, your mama was crying, which we found out some other creepy ear crap about his mama later, you know, nobody said that. Oh, you slick just I opened a door, I I can verify you was, you know, as far from what I seen it was you that shot, you, you know, in your car. He thought he was seeing a ghost, but was, he was following his own little clone thing. Not him following him, but the, the soldiers under him, making sure that if anything should happen to him, if he's hurt or some kind of kill, especially, he immediately picked up and ran right back to the center. Like a factory, you know, it's very similar to MKUltra. You know, sent him back, the program, and as far as he concerned, he woke up right back in his bed, with no recollection, that's the thing with the clone, with no recollection or idea, although some clones do know that they're clones because there's such a thing as clone centers. Some escape, even though some of them have laughed at the ones that escape because of the things they're saying, they just sound crazy. If they're first generation, second generation, doesn't matter. People don't, a lot of people don't. But if you know, you know what they're talking about, put them there for reasons. Like I said, he's gonna scratch that off all day. You know, look, look at the old man sitting outside the store. He was part of the Truman Show effect for him, too. You know, the only person they did not clone was Yo-Yo because they had cloned Slick. And they had said even if they wanted to clone her, they wouldn't care to kill her because the women are a dime a dozen and easy to rep- or replicate or do or make over or get another copy of. Whereas the these these black men, the pimps they were making, you see, he was there for a reason too. We don't know who Slick original designer is, but we know that he has to be based off of somebody, you know and they won't let him die. See? The funny thing about those types is, um, I guess they stay around in the community for as long as they needed to, to be, and then they move around. And then it wasn't even just in the gun. They had versions and copies of the doctor looking like Fontaine or what was supposed to be Tyrone at the end. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. The, the, who did they call him Fontaine? Did they call him Tyrone? At the end of the day, they never called Tyrone. They never called him F- Fontaine. They called him the doctor. And then Fontaine killed the doctor, which makes it seem like, oh, it's all over now. Well, maybe the doctor technically died in the same place that they could people, bring people back from. Or they could, they just gonna, he's just not going to be an original anymore. He probably would hate the fact that he died. <laughs> you know? and, that's, and the crazy thing about it was when Fontaine came up and seen the doctor again, he said, and this was when the whole hook got together and they did the ambush and, he, and they did the fake I'm dead. You know, He did the fake uh, Isaac shoot me thing where Isaac said you should you was done for coming here shot him put him in the car and toss him in the street till they just want to play dead as best he can it worked he got in the point is they stormed the place that so he got to the doctor the wizard like I said before and the wizard was on the phone he stepped out of the dark he seen looked just like him he said uh no matter how many times this happens uh or we come here we meet here or, you know like this He's like, no matter because meaning it has happened before that the clone has come to some consciousness of something ain't right or maybe it didn't always happen this way with Slick and Yo-Yo. But for some reason, every time he does come to some moment of truth, you know, once answers, it's like it's always the same thing. But he has no recollection of it. And he said he just gave him, the doctor said he gave him a piece of his brother's memory. I think the reason for that was um, because he that was part of a pain that he needed him to have in order to be who he was going to be. That that, that you know, Fontaine woke up every day, even his protege in Texas, Tyrone, they woke up every day already with a genetic design and already in who they were supposed to be. And in essence, in those, they didn't have a soul. They didn't have a soul. They could have never had a soul because the original was still living and that was, they was, they was um, carbon copies, if you will. What the other thing is this whole thing of if you clone somebody, then they have to come out from birth and be a little baby and grow. That, not so. If if they wanted it to, yeah, that's not the case anymore. That is not the case between these these um these, these damn tubes with water. Uh, well, not small tubes. You know them chambers and I say waters, but I mean amniotic fluid and all the technology and I. I don't even know that it takes a month. I don't even know if it takes a week. I don't know that it takes. It does not take that long. You get it in real time. Real time, and and not, uh, and then um, some of them don't, 'cause they coming out, they don't even have eyelashes and hair and all of that, which is why, you know, they this this was a joke that society didn't realize. The reason they started, I didn't say wigs have not always been around. I did not say people have not found ways to extend their eyelashes, and I did not say that people, you know, the whole, that whole people, there were people people, women out there that didn't shave or cut off their eyebrows and draw them back on. But you see that trend where they started to just make it seem like you a mannequin. So like you know, put on your little ball cap, and 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 you know your eyelashes. Girls are either drawing them back on or adding on, but they want to draw them on things that they already had, and then the eyelashes. Okay, technically, it's like you a doll dressing yourself up because the mannequins or the the clones, excuse me, when they're coming out, a lot of them don't they don't have hair. That's why they they could come out bald as ever. So they start putting little things on them. Eventually, they could grow hair if they want to, but they're just so new that you know all of that stuff with the everything isn't. They're going to draw the thing on. So that now when you even in society, when we was walking out into the street, everybody looks conformed. Everybody looks so conformed that you would just think. It's, it's the same thing. I just say that this is kind of off topic, but like drag. The entire process that women go through when they do all of that, all at once, especially drawing on the eyebrows and the eyelashes and then. You know, um, getting the hair to be as flat as it possibly could be. Almost like whether you braid it or you put your skull cap on or whatever it is. You need that part to be as flat as it can be. Some women even go as far as to shave their head off because, hey, it's even better to fit the wig on. That's drag. You practically go through the same process that the men go through when they go through the process of going into drag. And yet you're already a woman. But this whole concept of this, 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 and this, hey, you know, like I said, I don't judge anybody. But the trend of it just getting out of control was really around the time when they just started putting them out there. Because you can't have people up there looking, standing out with regular eyebrows looking human. And then this person just, everybody's going to stand out. But the truth is, can you spot a real human? I don't know that everybody can. And this is the age of distraction. Which means what? We are looking down. If we're not looking down, we are looking up. But it's only because we are trying to take a selfie of ourselves. And we're also trying to get that amazing shot in the back or something. Spin the camera around, view type. Not me. I'm not that very, I don't take a lot of pictures at all. My point is people do. You know, there's a lot of reasons. To, or just People just recording all the time. For whatever content or whatever. Some people just just not really trained to... In, in New York, you're not really trained to just stare all up in somebody's face either. You know, but I'm basically saying this is not the time of just, hey, let's all just be alert and like aware and pay attention. You know, it's funny. <laughs> While we're on the subject, you had that flight where that lady said... She wants off because the person on the plane wasn't real. You still don't know what she's talking about. And then shortly after that, they had showed the one about the China, the, the Chinese flight, where the man said that the flight attendants on the on the plane weren't real. Now, some people are saying well, it could be A.I. You know, maybe they're using A.I. people now or A.I., but we don't know what it is. But he said the entire flight crew was not human, that they came from inner earth. This is what he said, and that um, we, they all need to get off the plane or at least call their families because at this point, it is the sixth loop. That's, that's the part that caught me when he said it was the sixth loop, and he's seen again for the sixth time. I said, everybody, said, everybody thinks these people are crazy, but well, you see, the air is in the air, and everything's going through the air. You don't know what's where, and you don't know what's at- What do you know about what's anywhere? These people might have just had a minute of simple observation and paying attention. He actually said that he saw one of the airline crew go behind the curtain and change their own battery. He accidentally see them put re- replacing their own battery, I think, in their arm. Hey. So <laughs> you can't just dismiss everybody as crazy because some people are just paying a little bit more attention than others. And by the time you shouting this at the top of your lung, whatever entity it is, is gonna just start acting what? Human one person see. Well you know what the, what it is. You cause a spectacle, you look crazy, people are gonna just dismiss you as what you are, everybody else is acting calm. You know. Oh, of course the fight didn't crash because wouldn't have been a little bit too, I guess you could say, final destination ish. And for us telling. I mean like for us telling. Maybe not for other people, but for us definitely would be telling. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you spot a human? And you of a human. I think it's a joke. Um, and they infiltrate. And why would you know? the Same thing the doctor said. Because the mind it's not. He said it's not enough. Um, for everyone to think the same. See the whole thing with society and studying humans and then putting certain people in certain positions. Not enough for everybody to think the same and agree. It's they have to all be the same. Be one. So be one means eventually getting the consciousness of put the clone in there, put the consciousness of whatever agenda it is in the daggone clone. The sad part is the boy needed his mother and when he needed his mother as most, he couldn't find her because he didn't have one. I mean, by that time when he opened the door and realized that it was just a record and going on, I mean, even before that, I said, what kind of dynamic of a life is, I mean, you know, I know people have different upbringings, different relationships, experiences with their parents, so I can't judge, but or speak on it, really, but speaking on his own experience, I was like, this is, this is crazy, does she ever come out of the room, I mean, does she ever just go to the back, like, we we just never see her, they just talk to each other through a door, and she's just always like, I'm all right, she don't care to just get a look at her son and just see, no, son, you, you haven't shaved in a while, you should shave, nothing, you know, it was just very odd, and it was just, <coughs> excuse me, makes you wonder, why the doctor did that was that he never explained that. I don't know that he explained the mother part. He explained the younger brother, the trauma from the younger brother, that that was a real person that existed, that he shielded from him what really happened in the brother's death and what happened after I cleaned up that, that very traumatic experience of having to clean up his brother's blood and all of this stuff. But he never explained the relationship with the mother. But you could tell that was something that they wanted in the contents of the clone. To, to, to He didn't even have a rock. You know, he just woke up every day in that place. He just, I mean, at that point, I guess he was paying the rent, and all the money he had in that little pizza box. Even though he was, even though he had the money in the pizza box, and he was looking for um, Slick or whoever that owed him the money. Boy, eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches just about like every day. So you know, just you just didn't really get. Like there was no hope. It just seemed like the boy's life was just destined. Like I said from the beginning, that's exactly what they wanted. And and in that, he just creates an environment of around him that's gonna help to keep the hood, the Glen stay like that. Cause the Glen is not meant to be anything else but that. If we get just drugs running through it, it's deeper than just oh, there's a local store on every corner and you know drug dealers are tearing out the computer. It's deeper than that. It's always been deeper than that. How do you have an entire, how is it that every hood that's standing never always produces the next generation of the hood? I don't care if some get out. I didn't say everybody stays, but you you don't find it odd that no every nobody is just everybody. Sure, I'm sure there's government assistance and people need it. And there's some people that abuse it and there's some people that's eligible for it. And they need it. And they're not even abusing it. But it does put some people in a position of um, comfort. Like Precious. I mean, by the time Precious had the baby, the mother was like, well, you know, her been run down, make sure you add her on so we get more money for the, you know, this is the level of comfort. And she would have produced the next generation. See, it's not just... The, the hood alone is a social experiment. You had to know that. And projects was a social It still is a social experiment. They stack people on top of each other. And I'm not trying to demean anybody. I'm just saying it was, it, it was a project. It was a project. Why Chicago just have a spirit over it? Or if you want to call it a spirit over it. Why Brooklyn, Brooklyn will forever have a spirit over it? Because maybe there's a little bit more going on. It's not just because of drugs. And even the drugs, we all know people are running. Who, who's running it is the drug dealers. So but we know who's, who's allowing it to come in is the government. You cannot be crazy and not know that. Because crime pays, because by the time the biggest, baddest drug dealers, that's how they that's how they built the entire strip of Miami off drug money. They know exactly what people are doing. They make a let people do it for years. And then by the time the feds especially come in, they collect them billions, mil- millions, millions of dollars. Do they just sits there. You really think they take ev- the, the evidence money just sits there. So even after the case is done and the people don't serve their time, the, the, so they just let them, they just let it sit there. All the money they confiscate, all the money they get from fines to getting people's cars and selling them off at auction, all of that gets gets them bigger toys and stuff to come get us if they needed to, or if you're on their target. You understand what I'm trying to say. So you think that money? Just said they took all that money and they did what they didn't built the entire ship of mine. That's what they do, cause crime pays. Because the day that people stop selling drugs, uh, the day that cops, uh, you know, drugs and drugs and guns attorneys don't have cases. And drugs and guns lawyers, I mean judges, literally judges that handle guns and drug cases because not everything's murder Every day. Well, the day. What do we have to do now? What are we going to be judging now? Who, who, who didn't pay their parking tickets? Same thing, the day everybody paid their parking tickets. There's a spirit running around in certain places for a reason and you have to wonder why certain areas, and I'm sure certain areas, even if they're nice and pristine, that don't mean they're not social experiments. We are all social experiments. Yeah. You know what I believe with you? Oh, you know when they say they was putting it in a chicken. I don't think that's so far fetched because LSD um, was. I remember if I did if y'all listened to the MK Ultra episode that I did, and I did a, I had commented extensively from a documentary, a credible documentary from an ABC new anchor anchor. Um, I think his name was um, Altemeyer. That was his last name. The man broke down MKUltra so much as far as in the past 30 years up until that time. He had did it in the 70s. But he even said that uh, the free love movement was the CIA, FBI, I mean, the, the government agency. I can't tell you which one specifically. Doing a social experiment trying to figure out the effects of LSD on the people. But they couldn't just, they couldn't just, at first they were just putting in sodas. They were putting it in everything. They they were so addicted to trying to figure out what the effects was of the LSD on the people that sometimes if somebody just came into the office just to talk about a case or something they would sprinkle it in somebody's water. This actually came out later in the documentary. It came out twenty years later that that's what they were doing. <coughs> Excuse me, sneaking it into people's waters and stuff because people were having hallucinogenic effects and committing suicide and their wives and family didn't know it was literally either on the day they took it. These two people that they could trace it back to who actually went to the office that day and sat with people who were already in the midst of just this was okay with the government. They were putting it in. So, and not only that, they were saying that it was okay for you to just use freely. And they started to realize just how uh, much LSD just was one of those mind altering drugs that put people in a state that was kind of like their brain was. Um, I guess you could say a little more sleepier and more susceptible to things, you know. And that was just what it was. Same way they was putting Coke in Coca-Cola. So don't say that it's impossible that they're putting things. It's not just MSG and stuff like that. We don't know what they're putting in anything, let alone in the air anymore. And I'm not saying they put LSD in chicken. But that whole thing of the chicken, that was just a joke. Like, I guess, like black people and fried chicken uh, I guess there's fried chicken everywhere. You could even say it's in the chicken. We all know that the the meat isn't well. You know what I'm trying to say? But I think the point was to just say that in the food. You know, and they just happened to say the chicken spot. Don't eat the chicken. Maybe they are really just saying don't eat the chicken. Unless you make it. Or maybe just don't eat the chicken, period. Um. Yeah, like I said, it's truth mixed with comedy. But it's it's the truth. So I started trying to think about where the entry point... It would be too many entry points everywhere. Like I said, even in Stranger Things, it was the mall. In the mall, under the mall. There was something going on. And when they were going, they were acting like it was construction or something. But eventually they put on the hazmat. And we know it was a tunnel or something that would lead eventually to... Not only the opening, but to the other base, where the main base was at, you know? Hmm. No, the people, I wish my people would wake up. They're too distracted. They done, they didn't did social experiments, especially on the African-American community for so long. They just, i childless and mm-mm. They've been infiltrated. It ain't to say just because you're on a block with everybody on your block, even if you're African, but there are whole families. Certain people from families who have been cloned, you wouldn't even know it. They don't even know it. I'm going to do a whole documentary on that. Dead and Soulless was what uh, Fontaine was. Fontaine do not give an F about nobody. Everything you see seen Fontaine doing was to, to look out for his people, but mostly Fontaine was, even from the beginning, I want to find out who got me. Fontaine was worried about himself. <laughs> Fontaine went to that hotel room and took Jamie's stuff, even though he could have gave Jamie an extra two days, and I'm sure Jamie would have had it. He did, You know, he, did, he wasn't that person. You know, he was, when he was with um the little boy, I'm going to say his name was Junebug. Yeah, you, you would see light in him then. But for the most part, and he says because he reminded him of somebody, probably his little brother, or the consciousness of the, his original, you know? didn't make any sense. He didn't really seem to have any, he had friends, but just, you know, he seemed to be much of more of a loner, you know? They, like, it just, his his, his agenda every day was, was his money and whatever, that's it, you know? Nothing, not working out. Like, they, we saw him in the first scene, probably, like, lifting some weights, pushing up, doing some push, whatever, that's it, that's that's it. That's all we see you know. That was his MO. He didn't even have a lady friend. You know. And then you see Slick clearly is just ready to just his he's just ready to take in the, the all the all the young queens of the community or most of them if and if possible and turn out the men in the community. Even if they have women at home or married, married you know, to the um the other side, the pleasurable side of the flesh, taking these young girls in. Because you see, Yo Yo was a very smart girl. Yo Yo was a girl that read. I noticed that she liked me. She liked sleuthing. She liked murder mystery, true crime. You know what I'm saying? A good trying to put it together, a good who done it. I was living for Yo Yo. I didn't like every time when they did have to remind everybody that she was a hoe. You know, they didn't need to do that because even though that was supposed to be. The, how we met her, obviously, there was more to her than that, it seemed to me. Like the only thing that was holding her back was, um, you know, the the clone. That agenda was of the consciousness of somebody who oh, they all, there's not enough for them to all think like they have to all be the same, you know. And every time she said, I want to do this, and I want to go, he's laughing at her, and he's laughing at her. And I ain't say that everybody in your life that laughs at you in your dreams is a clone, but I'm just saying she, you see, even in her life, she was not really in control. She could get control. She should have been halfway to Memphis, like she said. But something in the gland is dragging her butt back. Anyway, they all seem to get out together. But does she realize she's still left with two damn clones? Is she smart at all? Does she not? She still didn't realize she left to go to Memphis with two clones. I don't know. I guess they all gonna have each other. Child child. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say about it, though. I noticed a lot of this, you know. Um, even if you've been gaming a lot lately a lot of these games be getting you back to DIY and, 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 and harvesting again and planting and stuff I'm like they just it's like they, it's like they know they're going to do a reset to they're just trying to help everybody like you know we, we know some of you ain't green thumbs but at least if you get that the idea you know they're starting to make you learn the, your fishes in some of these games i be fishing in my little game I'm like oh look at that oh, you know got a little farm game you know Everything is just coming back to me now. It's as if they want you to get back to your roots. So your human nature, your roots, you know, your humanity roots, the ones you never knew that you had. (laughs) Shoot. Oh, yeah. Something's, um, That's all I wanted to say. Uh, yeah, but I'll be back soon with something. I got a lot of directions I want to go in, really. I still ain't come back for the Boulay House Negroes. I ain't forget about the Divine Nine. You see, when the Divine Nine was acting up in the news the other day, Distraction, but Carly Russell, oh, she, a.k.a., I didn't say AK told her to do it. I didn't say I just I just I just happen to notice. I wouldn't be surprised if they she she's still gonna have a life after this. Somebody gonna come save her behind even if she got do initiation. So Maybe maybe not. They said they gonna snatch her pearls. I'm like yeah we'll see. It all depends on who you know these days. Be surprised. Be very surprised. I don't know, but I didn't notice that she was another divine nine distraction in the daggone news. Another one of these sisters. I need to listen to my podcast when I get it together, child. All that because you want some attention from a man that she wouldn't even. I can't even sit down, but. I mean, like, I just, we all been with people, we all had people, I, I've had people I like didn't like me back. I couldn't even imagine. Oh, my goodness. You no, know, somebody need a turtle suit, straight jacket or something. I don't care what you say. That's dangerous. What if she lied about something else? What if She could do this again and probably have done this before in the past. She could do this later on and, not, and this time do it smarter and not involve law enforcement and really might get somebody in trouble, but they can't prove that she's lying. You know what I'm saying? This is dangerous. Lies become dangerous. What if, they asked, what if they had actually picked up somebody and thought it was somebody that fit the description, but they still couldn't put two and two together, but somebody had to sit there at least for a night until they realized, Yo, it's not you. Maybe they told her to come in for a lineup and she'd feel bad and be like, Oh, it's not him, I can't say that because I don't want to get caught. Now, you know, it's, this could go either way, you want to play games. Ugh, oh, that girl's terrible. If she living out if you listen to me from Alabama and that's y'all people's I, don't, I won't say nothing. So y'all let me go. I'm just gonna let y'all go. I just want to share my thoughts with y'all on that, just let you know social experience are real. I didn't want to do another episode on this, but it's to expand on social experience so people understand some of the ones that they have told us about. But they don't stop. They don't stop because the whole point is to be be, be able to understand and push your buttons to be able to understand you. It's all about control. It's sad to say it, but there is a, you know, it's true, and also there's a, mean, there's a reason for it. It's not just to, today we're bored. It seems that way, but really there's an end goal in mind. So on that note, you guys, stay safe, stay blessed. I love you all, and I'll see you all next time here on Who's on the Lord's Day.